1: Good afternoon, welcome to The Punter's Made on this Friday, the 28th of July, 2023, which is 2023. As I say, a good afternoon to my co-host each and every week, Sam Hyland.
2: Sam, how's your week been? Chris-o, yeah, it's been uh, it's been hectic enough, I can tell you. Um, uh, last, uh, last weekend spent in Melbourne, which yep. was uh, great fun. Catch up with the family, celebrate the life of Scott Hewitt, which was uh, fantastic, at the Emerald Hotel, and we had a gave Scotty a great send off and uh, really good fun. Must say, over raced a little bit, over raced oh. a little bit. So, but have uh, you recovered general? Andy Lewis is uh croaky, well, he's man. the best publican in uh, in the world, isn't he? So, uh, <clears throat> a bit croaky. We still recovering, or yeah, I am, I am, but. Uh, <laughs> I tell you what, uh, the six o'clock flight back on Tuesday morning—that was—that was not ideal. You should
1: just oh. gone straight from wherever you were to the airport. Yeah, well, it was. Uh, yeah, gee, it was, and that it was hectic. The other thing about Melbourne too is the airport's so close, isn't it? <laughs> to, to, to absolutely nothing. <laughs> Did you just catch the rail out there? Oh no, that hasn't been built yet.
2: <laughs> yeah, the, yes. I tell you what, I was surprised about <laughs> the taxi rank's gone. It's Uber, is right? it really? So Uber at rent. the airport, so. So when you come out, um, uh, you, you get on the Uber and then you, they send you a code and you show the driver. So, so, but the Uber has, it has preference, preference Preferential treatment. Yeah. over the taxis and the taxis only have like a small area, which... Yeah, I, that was something I didn't know about. Obviously, up here in Brisbane, it's you still come out and, it, and there's the taxi line, yeah. you know. But in Melbourne, it's actually Uber.
1: So, have you still got to order on your app, obviously? And, and, and yeah, it's so, selling... well, you
2: just request that, they, and what it does, it Uber sends you a code, and then you show the driver the code, so you get jump in the Uber, you oh, show yeah, the, the driver the code, and he <laughs> he locks in that way. But uh, that I thought that was uh, that was not what I'd seen before.
1: You wouldn't expect this, Sammy, me being a mild-mannered sort of guy, but that that was the last place I had a massive dust-up argument with someone was the airport. Really? The guy driving the airport bus back to, uh, the shuttle bus back to the long-term car park. I had the biggest blue with this bloke (laughs) driving the bus. It was an absolute beauty. I won't go into it, but, yeah, that always reminds me of that day at the airport. Oh, dear. Jeez, it was good. I'd love to have seen it on camera. (laughs) Um, okay, some sad news this week, uh, the passing obviously of Richie Stevenson, who was a, uh, very popular and successful trainer at, uh, Toowoomba. Uh, he trained 145 winners at his home track, Clifford Park, and he was very, very well respected. 79 years of age, Sammy.
2: Yeah. Um, it's really sad, wasn't it? And, and so many people, uh. In racing up here and, and especially uh, in the Toowoomba area, spoke glowingly of Richie and he's mm. obviously been sick for a good while now, but um, fantastic career and, and a champion bloke uh, by all reports. It was, um, yeah, a big loss to uh, Queensland Racing.
1: And tomorrow morning on the Darling Downlow, you and I will chat to Kevin Kemp, who of course is a very close friend of Richie Stevenson's.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Kemp, uh, I think, uh, New Richie from 1970, uh, I'm I'm pretty sure, uh, and uh, but just great fella, and and they had a great uh, great friendship, and uh, yeah, very very sad, very sad. Other
1: sad news during the week: uh, Ed Kennett. Now, Ed Kennett, some people would have would hear the name or heard of the name Ed Kennett, others maybe not. But uh, Ed Kennett was a form analyst for a uh, company which he ran by the name of Red Belly Sports and was on uh, quite a few of the racing stages. I think he was on SEN in Sydney at some stage, uh, but I know he did work for uh, um, Radio Tab here in Queensland and, of course, Tab Radio in WA. A very, very well-liked and very, very, very well-respected form analyst, and unfortunately, Ed passed away I think it was Wednesday. Uh, the news came through Wednesday afternoon. Very
2: unexpected, Sam. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's sad. I, I was not. Uh, I, I didn't know Ed, and uh, but <clears throat> I'd, I'd seen that. Um, I think I'd seen that you'd um, uh, made a comment or put something yeah, on was, social media, and, yep. and yeah, it's uh, uh, yeah, it's it's really sad,
1: unexpected, and when it's unexpected. Yeah, it's even sadder. So uh, that, that's it. so thoughts go out to both uh, family and friends of Richie Stevenson and of course Ed Kennett. Uh, Jake Malloy, speaking of Toowoomba, who's leading the Toowoomba Jockeys Premiership. And we'll get onto some premierships later in the show. Road his first Metro winner at Doomben on Wednesday. Ned's Gully for Paul Wallace. We've had Paul Wallace on the show. Sammy, on the daily download, we've spoken to Paul. He's a lovely guy. So uh, great for Jake and great for Paul, and it certainly won't be the last Metro winner for Jake Malloy, who's a very, very good young jockey, isn't he?
2: Yeah, he's uh, he's a great talent, great talent, and uh, and there's there's a lot, isn't there, uh, up here in uh, Queensland? Good young talents that uh, that are coming through that doing a super job.
1: Jimmy Orman, who's speaking of premierships, is just about leading every premiership uh, other than the AFL one. Uh, Jimmy Orman's going to ride yellow brick first up in the Wheatwood, 23rd of September. Silver Eagle and the Golden Eagle are the aims for yellow brick. So Jimmy Orman jumps onto yellow brick at the start of this campaign. Uh, Interesting one I read during the week. This is a good one. This will be a good one for our first guest, Sammy. Bailey Wheeler's our first guest, who, of course, is apprentice to Chris Anderson. But I read an article on RaceNet during the week that Max Whitby, who's a big-time owner, Uh, is going to send some horses to Chris Anderson. So that's great news for the Anderson stable uh, because Max uh, has moved to the Gold Coast. He's going to spend a lot more time, obviously, with his horses in Queensland. But you know Chris Anderson, Sammy? Yeah, I know Chris Anderson. I had to laugh at the... This is what made me laugh. Uh, Whitby recently made the move to the Gold Coast and slowly moved some horses north of the border. Recently teaming up with... Larrikin Eagle Farm trainer Anderson Would you consider Chris Anderson a larrikin? I didn't think he was I didn't think larrikin would be <laughs> no, uh, neither did th- I. The way he'd roll But uh... oh, Chris is a great bloke You wouldn't meet a nicer guy in racing But larrikin's a funny one I would have thought uh, There's a few others around More of the larrikin tag than Chris <laughs> Anyway, we'll ask Bailey Wheeler What he thinks Very shortly If he considers Chris Anderson To be a larrikin uh, Now here's a couple for you You're going to love these, Sammy Racing
2: Victoria's ten race trial begins on the fifth of August. Yeah, well, it's um, you know, it's uh, well, yeah, ten races. They they um, they need the money, don't they? So so then they've got to put another race on I And mean, when will it end? When will it end? Uh, who who enjoys going to the races for for te- you know all day for ten races? You know, it's a, it's a bit much, and and this is what it is. It's it's you know for. To pump turnover, you got to put another race on, yep. isn't it? You know, um, but it's going to go what, that way every what, week. who's who's spending who's who's having a bet at eleven thirty in the morning. You know, is isn't that what time the first race is, or is it?
1: Well, the first in Sydney is generally
2: eleven or eleven ten. Yeah, this so, time of the year. So um, yeah, look, I, I'm not a fan. I don't. I don't think more is better. And uh, it's. I've said it before. It's just poker machine racing, you know, and it's. Mm. Uh, and so, so this is what, this is, this is what happens, right? They, they say, oh, you know, we have to get the people when they're betting and, you know, they bet, <coughs> right. excuse me, they bet more on Saturdays. So, so then, and then, and then they say, um, uh, you know, these night meetings like, um, Thursday, Friday nights, and this is when customers are wanting to have a bet and watching the races. So what happens? So we start with seven races, then we go to eight on, on a night meeting, then yep. we go to nine, yep. then we go to ten races on a Friday night, yep. and then we go to twelve races on a Saturday. I mean, where does it all end? Because well, it's you know it's it, it's and and it, it, I, as I say, more is not better. I don't think more is better, and it's it's becoming it's just for me, for somebody that's been in horse racing all my life, it's getting tackier.
1: Well, I can tell you that later in the show, we're going to chat to Cameron Partington, who's the uh, Trainers Association in Queensland state executive and jockey manager to many, and we'll ask him about jockey fatigue. Uh, We'll we'll see what he's got to say about that. So that's the second half of the show. Uh, John Singleton's selling up his racing empire and moving to the beach, Sam. Any chance you might put in a bid? Uh, No, no. I haven't
2: got. uh, 100 million? (laughs) I haven't got enough pennies for that. But uh, uh, yeah, I thought that was. um that was sad to to hear that Singo's uh, well, he's selling right. everything up. And, yeah, it's – but, you know, like the, he's been a seriously big hitter for yep. a long time and, um, you know, as those as, – as racing has those sort of people drop off, um, it's not good. It's not good.
1: I was reading the article about him. He got somebody to build him a house in Hawaii because right. he wanted to live half the year in Hawaii and half in Sydney. That sounds good. And it lasted about – a year, I think, because he went to Hawaii and he couldn't watch any NRL, he couldn't watch any racing, he couldn't watch any sport, and he couldn't have a bet, so he sold the place. Oh, really? <laughs> That's right. He gave up on the uh, the Hawaii venture. And then there is no gambling in Hawaii. There's Gee, no horse I, racing. There's no not nothing. I didn't know that. No. Uh, the Mackay Cup was run last week, uh, won by Savvy Legend uh, for Johnny Manselman and Talia Fenlon, $61 shot, ran down the odds on favourite Namazoo. And Talia Fenlon, Sammy? And we got her as a guest tomorrow as well. Yes, have we have. Download? We've got
2: her on the Darling wow. Down low in the morning. Uh she's uh now based in Brisbane with with Chris Munts, but um obviously she hails well. from up north and uh yeah, she's a great talent. Great talent and Johnny Mansman. I would spoke how uh, uh spoken before. How I I ran into him at uh Warrnambool May Carnival where he had a runner there and uh yeah, he's got uh loads of horses and Yep. uh yeah, just I'll tell you what uh, good to see him take out a feature race. I'll say.
1: 60 dollars $61. Uh, last week, we had racing at Doomben. Uh, a couple of highlights there. Paul Hamblin rode a winner in town, Sammy. He's a heavyweight jockey. He doesn't get many opportunities. He got Orbison home for uh, for David Van Dyke. And I tried to get uh, Paul on the show. I think it was the Darling Downlow one week and you were away. And uh, he was just busy, but he's happy to... More than happy to come on, but he couldn't at the time. He was riding somewhere, but uh,
2: he's always he'd be a busy. great chat. He's Hambo, been riding forever. Hambo is always busy. <laughs> um, so I can tell you that uh, well, he rode work for for us, uh, for my dad for yep. a long time and uh, when he was based at Cranbourne there. And uh, 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 so Hambo, he's not happy if he doesn't ride 25 horses a day at least. Like, wow. he is he turns up at you know, waiting for the gates to open at uh, quarter to four at the track. Really? And then when he when he gets on his first horse, he hits the ground running and he's away. Now, he'll, Hambo will be on his second lap and, and then pull up and, well, he'll be on his second lap and he'll pull up and he'll be on the phone, get that next one ready. So he wants to be able to get back in. He wants his, his feet to be on the ground for probably seven seconds and then on to the next one and out. And the, hence the reason he can, in a morning, he can ride about 25 at the track and then he goes on somewhere else. And He he's, he's not happy unless he's got, I remember, Hamba, I remember going to Perth to ride uh, Pantani in the Perth Cup, Robbie Lang trained Pantani, and he was staying at Lark Hill. Anyway... He took Hambo over there to like Pantani's, an old he was an old champion to ride, like ride work, just that beautiful old horse, and uh, you know get over there and get a bit of sun on your back and get up and work Pantani, and you know just chill. Well, Hambo had to go home. Robbie had to send Hambo home <laughs> because there was not enough horses to ride. Right, he couldn't handle, and he was trying to duck around to different trainers at Lark Hill and and round up a bit of work. And he could only ride five or six work a morning. And he said, he, "He after a week, he said to Robbie, I've got to go back home. I can't handle this. And so uh, he's just, yeah, he's the hardest working hardest working jockey going around Hambo. And, uh, yeah, he he'll, he'll just he just loves riding horses. Loves it. Well, we should get him on the show one week. Yeah, we oh, should. didn't realise that he, you knew he'll, him so well. I'll leave that in your he'll hands. He'll do it on the phone. He'll, he'll be riding work and be still on the phone. <laughs>
1: Shout shout out to the stewards they the earbuds in (laughs) Um, Now Vodka Martini Obviously impressive winning last week He's a horse uh, probably Going to win better races and the horse that beat It two weeks or the week prior was Freedom Rally and we'll see it go around at Eagle Farm Tomorrow is a very promising type from the Tony Gollan stable premierships We've come to the end of the season just about And there's premierships galore National jockeys riding premiership, local. So we'll try and make a bit of a head and a toe of those premierships later in the show. As I mentioned, Bailey Wheeler and Cameron Partington are our guests today. Racing in Queensland over the weekend. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. And not only today, but tomorrow and Sunday and beyond. Over the weekend, we race, of course, at Eagle Farm tomorrow. Aquas Park, Gold Coast on the Polytrack. Big day there, Sammy. We'll talk to Gibbo later, but it's the Men Matter Race Day, which is a big, big event on the Gold Coast. Uh, We race at Toowoomba in the Twilight Zone. We race at Townsville up north. We race at the Sunshine Coast on Sunday. There's quite a few cup meetings around, the non-Tab Cup meetings over the weekend, a massive weekend or a few days at Bundaberg for their cup uh, tomorrow. The Caulfield Cup's being run tomorrow, Sam. Did you know that? Really? C-O-R-F-I-E-L-D. Wow, boy. Caulfield Cup. Not the Caulfield Cup, the Caulfield Cup. Wow. The middlemount Cup and the St George Cup. So they're all non-Tab meetings. If you're in the areas or in any of those areas, get out and enjoy the day. I am sure it will be a lot of fun. Sammy, as mentioned, our first guest on this afternoon's show is Bailey Wheeler. Now, Bailey's – well, Chris Anderson did tell us earlier in the year that Bailey Wheeler would be the leading apprentice, uh, what, in 12 months, I think he said? Yes. Well, I'll tell you what, Chris Anderson's um, thoughts have been justified because Bailey Wheeler's been riding up a storm, particularly on the Gold Coast where he's been doing a lot of his riding on the poly track. And as we come to the closure of the premiership tomorrow, he is one in front – Of your good friend, King
2: Callow. Boom. Well, imagine having bragging rights over King Callow as you're riding around the Gold Coast. This will be, uh, there'll be plenty tuning into this. And uh, (laughs) Bailey, I'm sure, has got a good book of rides there tomorrow. And and, uh, yeah, Callow will be up and about. That is for sure. Bailey, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon,
1: guys. How are you? Very, very well. How do we find you? Hey,
3: sorry. What did you
1: say? I said, How do we find you? All ready to go for tomorrow's big day?
3: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I'm I'm ready to go. I, I'm pretty nervous turning up to the Gold Coast Polly, but I can't wait. Really,
2: he's so he'd have plenty of chirp about him, uh, the king <laughs> down there at the <laughs> picnics, wouldn't he? <laughs> Picnics.
3: Yeah, 100%. He, um, he tells me he's not fussed about the premiership,
2: but I can deep down he cares. Yeah, oh, he, he cares. Be, <laughs> he cares. Not fussed. 100%. He's wanting, to be, he's wanting to be the number one jockey in the Gold Coast and the number one Uber driver. There is no <laughs> doubt about that.
1: <laughs> uh, you've been a revelation down there on the, uh, the Gold Coast on the poly track. It's just something that you've really uh, become suited to. Do you enjoy riding on the surface?
3: Yeah, well, not really, to be honest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the dirt in my face is not ideal, but, no. um, yeah, obviously I've had good luck and I've, I've had good success on the track and I, I suppose just getting on the right horse on the, on the day, but, um, yeah, as I said, I've, I've just had good luck on the track.
1: Well, I think you have uh, you sell yourself short there. Now, just one quick question. I mentioned at the top of the show that uh, your master there, Chris Anderson, has got a new owner in uh, Max Whitby, who's a big time owner, sending him some horses as Max has moved to the Gold Coast. But, uh, I was reading an article about this yesterday and, uh, the writer of the article mentioned or basically described Chris Anderson as a larrikin trainer. I I can't see Chris Anderson. He's a lovely guy and he he goes about his business very well. He's not a larrikin, is he? Would you say he's a larrikin?
3: Nah, he's not a larrikin. He's, um, Oh, well, I wouldn't think he is anyway. But um, yeah, he he goes about his business, and he's um he's very switched on, really. Like he's, you know, every, he treats every horse differently, and and yeah, like he's he's a very good trainer. Um, you know, he does a good job with these horses he's got, and yeah. Um, obviously going to him, they all get their chance to win a race, and he's done a good job, as I said, with these horses.
2: And I would imagine uh, pretty easy going, and and. You could go to Chris and ask him for advice or or request of of anything. He's obviously your boss, but uh, pretty easy to work to work with when uh, you know if, when you go and discuss uh, which way you're going with your career.
3: Yeah, he's he's very good to talk to. Um, like inside work and outside of work, he's he's very good. I can I can speak to him with you know things that's going on at home and um, races and. Or things like that, but he's pretty sweet on with everything. So um, yeah, he's a he's a great boss. Couldn't really ask for
1: anything else. If I was a young guy and I was going to be a jockey and I wanted a, a mentor type figure, I, I think he'd be just a perfect person.
2: Yeah, for well, his, uh, yeah, you um, that the, you know they all come in different shapes and sizes. The uh, the horse trainers. Well, I was
1: I was watching something on uh, an old show on Sky the other day around Theo Green. Yeah. Who God, he was what he's the, a jet. He yeah. had. Darren Biedman, Ronnie Ronnie Quinton. Yeah. I mean, he was probably different to a Chris Anderson, but um, yeah, you're right. They come in all shapes and sizes and different personalities, et cetera, but... Yeah, I think Chris would be great. Now, what are the plans well, going going? Sorry, Sammy.
2: Ba- well, Bailey's very lucky that he has a mentor and his boss in in Chris Anderson, and then he gets to go to the picnics on a Saturday and have a mentor like King Callow. Now he is know. a larrican. <laughs> yeah. Now larrican, larrican uh fits him a, a lot better. And uh, Callow has has said himself. I've heard him say himself. He, he speaks glowingly about the way you ride, and and uh, you obviously get on well together, Bailey.
3: Yeah, we got along really well. Um, Keller's obviously a great bloke. He's as as you guys said, he's he's a Lurican, but um, that's obviously what we like about Keller. He's he's just himself. He doesn't change for anyone, and um, yeah, he, he just goes about his business and enjoys himself at the picnics and goes drives around like an Uber driver. And um, <laughs> funny thing, after he picked me up the other day um, from Brisbane and took me to the Gold Coast, um, I was going to Top Golf. Um, which is obviously you guys know what that is it's like yes, a golf yes, place. Yep, yep. yep. I was in Coast. we hit a couple of golf balls. Yeah, so um, I was going there, and Kelly and picked me up, and <laughs> I gave a hundred bucks, and um, yeah, I got a funny photo as well. It was great, but yeah, it was good. Um, what he charged you? I, I, I only went there. Um, I only got an Uber with him just um, to take a photo with his Uber uh, Uber sign.
1: <laughs> so it was worth a hundred bucks. <laughs>
3: 100 bucks definitely yeah it was, it was worth it it's the funniest day of my life <laughs> good
1: <laughs> now what are the uh the plans going forward when we spoke to you earlier in the year you said you weren't in any hurry to get to town you were quite happy to do the hard yards in the provincial uh, circuit or on the provincial circuit which you've done and done very well but you have been to town you've actually been to ramwick too
3: yeah I, well i got a couple of nice offers um to go to sydney that day and I couldn't really knock him back, and was, I've always wanted to ride at Ramwick And um, you know, if I did stay in Brisbane, I um, used all my claim up here. and I didn't get the chance to go to Sydney. At least I can say I rode there once. And um, I suppose I just couldn't really knock back the offers. I, I had pretty good rides that day, and you know, it's just a great experience. And me and Dylan Gibbons are really close, and you know, I, I wanted to go see him and ride with him again. And I suppose I just wanted to, you know, go down there and just see all the people that I, you know, that I used to ride for. And it's just a great experience. Um, yeah, obviously, obviously, the Sydney riders are, are very good, and it's just good to go ride with them and and sort of see where I stand. Um, you know, if I, you know, to sort of make long term plans, if I yep. do want to go back to Sydney, I just want to see where I stand. Sort of with them, better apprentices, and um, I thought I sort of held my ground okay. So, um it is a great, it was a great day, great experience, and it sort of. Um, gave me new leap of life about racing because um, turning up around was just probably just a different feeling Turning up to the poly truck.
1: And and have you set yourself any goals for the new season yet?
3: Um, honestly, not really. I'll, I'll probably just I actually got suspended, but I, I, for nine days, so um, that wasn't ideal. But I, I really want to win the apprentice title up here um, in Brisbane, so that's probably my main target. And um, there's a couple, you know, young. Good riders coming through, and yep. Um, my cousin, Jasper Franklin, actually just moved up here, so um, ah. he tells me he's going to beat me. So um, I'll, um, <laughs> that's a, that's a, beat. Who's he... be a fam- family robbery. What
1: stables he linking up with?
3: Peter Roble. Ah, okay. Down so, the yeah, Gold Coast. Gold Coast.
1: Yep. Okay, that's good to know. Uh, now, rides uh, at the Gold Coast meeting tomorrow on the poly. We'll just run through these quickly, if you can give us a bit of a summary, if you've done the form as yet.
3: Uh, yep, I have. Yep.
1: In race one, you're riding CIC for Chris Jordan.
3: Yeah, it, it's run good previously, but it's been pretty disappointing. It's obviously a 15 star maiden. Um, the race is average, I guess. It's chance, I suppose, and if it likes it, it'll go, it'll go okay. Obviously, a small field, and the races is there are probably tactically confusing because um, everyone wants to go forward and. Yep. And they probably run hard. So it gets back and it gets a chance to hit the line. But, yeah, as I said, it's been a long way. A couple of it's runs, So it'd be one to improve. Uh, ra- Go on, sorry.
2: Race two, Mars Epic.
3: It trialed really good the other day. And it's obviously run third at the Sunshine Coast. And um, I begged Chris to run it there instead of going to town because um, I wanted to win this premiership. So he's, um, he's sent it there. And if it gets beat, it's all on me. So <laughs> I need to back that it's one. It's has really good at home and... He gets his chance to win its maiden.
1: Uh, race number four, you're riding I Am Voodoo for Team Edmunds. Slightly raced, has a good record.
3: Yeah, it went super the other day. It went really hard and, and Calais probably went a little bit too soon. He told me he did, so um, hopefully I can knock him off. There's a big weight swing around with him. He's, he's also 63 and and mine gets him at 56.5. So, yeah, it gets him really well, the weight's my horse and... Um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a great chance. Just probably depends where I get to from that little bit of a sticky gate, um, but they obviously will run along there, so I might lend in a good spot.
2: Uh, we have race six: uh, Shady Vale Storm. Yeah, it's got really good form on the poly track.
3: Um, set three starts, two wins, and a second on the poly. So, um, yeah, it gets a chance to win again. Obviously, it's, it was disappointing the other day. Um. At Rockhampton, but the start before that was super up in trip now fourth up. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I think it'll go really close. Obviously, it gets the the weight swing around, and you know the T leaves and Diamondi they've got massive weight. So um, look, it'll it'll lead from one, and she'll give a great start.
1: Uh Kayleen in race seven drawn wide, but is also accepted at the Sunny Coast on Sunday, so may head there.
3: Um, I, I've. I've uh, contacted Short Kenrick about seven times and said, can you please run this horse in the <laughs> poly track because you need this premiership. And I, look, if it goes there and I get in a nice enough spot, it will win. Okay, there you go.
2: And Martini Dancer in the last.
3: It won a beat esque um, That form could not be strong. But um, it's run start for that at Warwick was good. And look, obviously winning by seven months anyway, it could be hard to do So if it produces that run. And I watched it, actually, and it's it done a good job to win um, because it chased the hot speed and, and kept going. So, um, yeah, the last race, the really open race, also probably um, uh, out of form, I could say. Um, so, well, you gets a chance of winning, obviously winning a class being coming to a class one at the Gold Coast is probably you know, a little bit of a step up in grade. But it gets a chance. It, it'll, it'll roll forward and put itself right there. And on the poly track, obviously, if you're in the first four, you... Yeah, it's probably a massive advantage. So, look, he it gets a chance.
1: Bailey, best of luck tomorrow. I uh, hope you, we can bring home the Premiership. King Callow might think otherwise, but uh, I'm confident that you can. You sound very confident about your ride. You've done a great job this season. It's great having you in Queensland, and we we'll look forward to talking to you again shortly. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you, Bailey Wheeler, a, a lovely young guy joining us there. He's doing a terrific job. Sam, we're just looking before we go for a break. That Gold Coast Premiership, Bailey 31, King Callow 30, Robbie Fred 23. He, he hasn't ridden for so long. He wow. would have beaten both of them if he had kept riding.
2: Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah,
1: so there you go. We'll go for a break. We'll come back from break and talk to Cameron Partington.
2: This is The Punters, mate, on SEN.
1: Welcome back to the punters, mate, on this Friday afternoon, the 28th of June, 2023. You are with Chris Nelson and Sam Highland. And Sammy Aquis is your source for two-year-old speed. Standing seven, well-credentialed stallions. Visit com. Now, our next guest on the show is man about town, Cam Partington, of course, who is the uh, ATA, Australian Trainers Association, Queensland State Executive He's also a jockey manager to the stars, and he wears a lot of other hats as well. Cam, good afternoon.
4: Good afternoon, Sammy and Chris. Good to hear
1: both of you. Yeah, good to chat to you again. I uh, wanted to talk to you about a number of things, but I noticed a site go up this week, a, a new website, QRISP. Now, www.qrisp.com. Uh, I think it's .au. I'll go back and check that. .info. .info, .info yeah. sorry. Now it's Queensland. The QRISP stands for Queensland Racing Industry Support Program. Can you tell us all about that, please?
4: Yeah, boys. It's um. It's actually uh, We've had the licensee association of Queensland for many, many years, over forty years, and that's been designed to look just help out people in need who are in the industry, whether they be you know track work riders, stable hands, jockeys, trainers. Licensees, basically, we changed the name. We haven't, and, and then just gave it a real revamp and a review. We want to do a lot more for the industry. We recognise the problems that our staff and our people that work in the industry face. You know, with um, with lots of things and, and welfare issues and well-being. Um, so we want to help them out best we can and and be a you know, if nothing else, show them that the industry cares about them, and also look at promoting longevity for people to work in the industry, whether that be you know a trainer who doesn't take enough time off works 24-7 and that's a jockey as well or a truck rider stable hand everyone's just working 24-7 you know everyone in in, probably in the world's doing that now but in our industry it's it's pretty tough and we want to give them avenues to release and but also be there to support them if they need financial support emotional support that sort of stuff so that's what it's all about
2: so uh, uh, well, I would imagine the list, the, the uh, line for the trainers would be down the road and around the corner and into the next suburb and then down to the next state. I mean, horse trainers are starving all around the country and, it's, uh, you know, it's
4: a tough life being a horse trainer. Sam, yeah, good point. And we don't want it to be all about charity. It's not about, you know, you've got to be on, you know, in the desperate need to, to come and ask for some help. It's, we want to actually show them that helps their if it's desperate, but also helps there just for everybody. You know, we've got a few initiatives we're bringing in all the time. The first initiative straight away now is we've got passes to the exhibition for, you know, the ECHA, the the great place to take your family. We want trainers not to have an excuse, oh, it's too hard to get a ticket or it's too expensive. Come to us, we'll organise you a family pass to go to the ECCA and take some time out of racing and it might just encourage people to do that and that's going to obviously help with family life and all that sort of stuff as well. We do that, we've got our unit up the coast which we, we've we owned a unit up, up at Calandra for many years, it was donated to us purely for the purpose of giving to, back to our participants so we've now changed that from being just a permanent rental that, that made an income to actually making it available and we, we charge $300 a week for a unit that's worth upwards of 1000 a week depending on you know the peak seasons and it's two bedrooms right on the beach and you can Book it, no hassle. You can just ring us up and say, hey, you know, what's available. They look on on our website, see what's available and, and book it. Nice and easy. Gives them a chance. Now, if that's a trainer in, in I've got one who booked it the other day from um, up at Mount Isa. You know, he said, we need a break. This is fantastic. They're going to drive down from Mount Isa with the kids and, and have a week at the unit. He wouldn't have done it. He said, we just wouldn't have found the logistics to do it, let alone the cost and all those things. We want have trainers in Brisbane that go up there with their family boys and, still commute back to work a couple of times a week but give the kids and the wife a bit of a break away from that stable life, away from the flies and the smells of the backyard. And is that going to promote them to maybe stay happy family? Is it going to promote them to stay in the racing industry longer? All of the things that we need to, to you know, to, to sort of support the industry.
1: Cam, obviously, this covers tipsters as well, and at three hundred dollars a week, can I book that for six months? <laughs> Who do I contact? <laughs>
4: yeah, well, your tips are good enough. You should be able to afford <laughs> a lot more. So we'll do a special. We'll, we'll work out something for you boys.
1: <laughs> now, I was looking at the uh, the committee members uh, of Q- uh, CRISP Q R I S P, of course, and one of them right down the bottom took my eye, Michael Rod. Now. We know Michael Rod is a champion jockey, and I did hear a few whispers that we might see Michael Rod uh, back at some stage.
4: Yeah, look, the committee is made up of a diverse section of the of the racing industry. You know, we've got trainers on there, we've got, as I say, a jockey. We've got myself on there. We've got um, someone from Townsville, Mal Petrovsky, who's the, the chairman of the Townsville Turf Club, to give us a bit of northern is on the ground yeah. But michael's on there and just great to have someone like him to you know sit on our meetings we have a system when people apply for assistance it it sort of runs through we run through a bit of a logistics of who who and why and how much and decide on what you know where we do support and when we don't so the committee makes those decisions and having a broad spectrum of people and someone like michael's great and as far as he's riding it look you've you've heard the right whisper he's he's had a, a fair long time out but he's in a great position now in a great place with his health and his well-being and um, he's 100% ready to get back into riding. And he's just about to basically, you know, turn out the track work probably in the next few weeks. And um, when he's when he really knows he's right, he wants to be 110% and, um, and come out, you know, and get back to what he was like when he was in full swing. That How long so. has he
2: had off, Michael Rod?
4: Um, I think it's a full sort of, you know, over 12 months now. I think it was last year that he he won on um, Holbert Sauce Crimson, what yep. it was called, in the um, Rough Habit, I think it was. Yeah. Was probably nearly his last last ride. So, yeah. So he's been out of the limelight for a while. You know, sorting himself out and getting 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 fit and healthy. And now he's right.
1: Excellent. That'll be great to see him back. Now, just a couple of housekeeping issues. Uh, we're getting ten races. We have ten races each Saturday in Sydney. We have now ten races happening in Victoria. The obvious is when's it going to happen in Queensland?
4: Yeah. Look, from October, um, it's all set to go. It's going to. You know be in conjunction with daylight savings and obviously when we look at our time zones we realize that you know we're still racing and um everyone else is sort of finishing up so we've got that last little window to to grab the punny market so running more races throughout that day is is advantageous so with that comes you know the fatigue management for both trainers jockeys strappers yeah. everybody and that's something that we've worked you know pretty closely with racing queensland in the last few months to and we still are. It's continual. We want to know, make sure they know what sort of struggles and strains racing at night, racing longer days, all those things take on on the industry. So look, they've been very receptive to that, and we're working with them. You know, it's ongoing at the moment. We actually got a meeting next week about it. So look, you know, the ten races is great. It's going to give us. We, we lose a race on a Wednesday though, boys. So we actually go back to a seven race card on the Metro Wednesday. So from Racing Queensland's point of view, from a the budgeting, they've just taken away one race on the Wednesday and added it to Saturday. And the prize money has been increased uh, a little bit, not up to full Saturday dollars, but hopefully it won't be long. And, and the wagering, you know, results or the effect of this will, you know, give the opportunity to put that money back up to the to the full Saturday weight. So that's sort of how it works in logistical point of view.
1: Is this is this for the complete daylight saving term, and then it finishes?
4: Yeah, just for the summer. So I think it's October to March. Um, it sort of works out well with daylight savings, you know, because obviously there's all that extra hours anyway yes. in summer, let alone let alone the extra hour that we've then got at the end, you know, when they're all, you know, packed up and gone home, we've, we're still racing, which is good. When yeah. when do we get some daylight
2: savings here? We don't get it. Yeah, I well, know. But why, why does it never happen uh, in Brisbane? It's just, no. the
4: <laughs> that's, curtains a, will fade. that's a Sammy, long story, that, that one, Sammy.
1: you opened <laughs> up a can of worms now, there. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Go on, cows Ken. Cows won't milk. Lots of things. Yeah, the cows won't milk. The curtains will fade. It was the Broncos will never win another game. So <laughs> I uh, think there was a wasn't there a
1: vote like twenty years ago on it, Ken? Re- referendum. 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 Yeah, Sorry. Back,
4: yeah, there was. Yeah. And um, yeah, mixed mixed results. But yeah, I think anything north of about the Gold Coast um, was against it. But everyone on the Gold Coast has had to fight the time zones. For, you know, yeah. finding what time it is across the street. And, you know, what sort of stuff we could be. I'd hate to live down there and go through that. I don't
1: want it. Yeah, I, Mike, you I don't want there, it. it? Oh, you don't want it? I don't want it. No, I like the uh, the early mornings and the, you know, four four 4.45 daylight here. I love it in the summer. Okay. It's hot in the summer. Who wants an extra hour later in the day and it's stinking hot? But everyone to their own. Cam, you're not saying anything, so you must be for it.
4: I, I think I, I used to always think I wanted. I loved those afternoons where you, you know I've been to Victoria to see friends, and you're still nine o'clock at night. You're down there playing cricket in the backyard. True, um, and we they've, they've got the twilight there anyway, and then they extend it by daylight savings, which is we haven't even got the twilight. So really, mm-hmm. if you're saying it was good down there, well, it's would be even better here. Yeah, but. As I say, I don't want my curtains to have
1: to fade and have to change every month. Cam, really appreciate your time this afternoon. Uh, As I mentioned, get on and have a look at that website. It's a great initiative. You're doing a wonderful thing. That's www.qrisp.info. Any questions on that, uh, you can contact Cam. You can contact anybody you like, but I would contact them through that website because I'm sure there's a contact us section. There's a let's chat section. Is that you on the let's chat section?
4: Why don't you give it a go, boys? <laughs> and, and, and hit it and, and see who you get. Um, I got a feeling I thanks, know. <laughs> thanks for your support, and look, thanks to the industry that's behind this as well. We've yeah. got the two major wagering companies, TAB and Ladbrokes, yep. behind us. We've got Rachel in Queensland. We've got the nine TAB clubs throughout Queensland. That's right up the right up from the Gold Coast, right up to Cairns, all helping out and supporting, giving us the you know the financial support that we can then use to, to do things. And if you want those ECCA tickets, get in touch with them. There's only a few left now, but you get got a family ECCA pass. If you want to go to the unit, and just watch out. We're going to do more and more things as we, um, and hopefully people listening will ring up and say, hey, we've got a deal. We can do this for you people. Um, and it's just a, we'll just keep evolving and, and offering more to just try and make people in racing stay in racing.
1: You don't want Sammy contacting you for those air tickets because <laughs> you've got about 17 kids. <laughs> <laughs> we can help him out.
4: We can help him out. <laughs> Cam, He's thanks. good for the industry. That's
1: he, good for me. He is. Cam, thanks for your time and this you afternoon. Can. All the best uh, over the next, uh, I don't know, six to 12 months until we chat to you again. Thanks, boys. Cheers. Thanks, Cam. Cam Partington joining us there. The ATA Queensland State Executive, jockey manager of many, many of our top jockeys and uh, all-round great bloke. Yeah, he does a great job. Does a great job. Back was home to Queensland's 2022 leading first season sire, who, of course, is the mission.
2: On the Gold Coast, in the sunshine, a holiday paradise
1: massive day of racing on the Gold Coast uh, tomorrow, Sammy. Not only uh, King Callow and Bailey Wheeler battling it out for the uh, jockey's premiership, uh, but, of course, it's Men Matter Race Day, which is one of the big days, uh, charity-wise, on the Gold Coast each and every year. And, Gibbo, you will be front and centre, no doubt.
0: Yes, mate. One of my favourite days means a lot to me. Um, Everyone in the world in Australia is known men with different health issues obviously brothers fathers sons um means a lot our chairman's um doing this mad matter day his his idea and it's it's growing every year and i know lots of times you just hear it said but it it literally will be the biggest year this year but i know knowing cookie it will just get bigger and bigger every year so i don't know i reckon we'll expect probably four thousand plus out there and and a lot of money raised for some pretty good
2: charities. There's, uh, there's a car on offer too, isn't there? Did I say a Nissan Navara? Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, there's a Nissan Navara. I think it's, the, it's a auction one, but there is a, a Skoda um, that you can win with a $20 raffle ticket.
2: So, yeah,
0: um, if, I'm, if I speak correctly, I think there's only around 3,000 tickets for sale. And so you're a pretty much one in 3,000 chance of winning a Skoda. $20 tickets, you just go to the Gold Coast Turf Club, gctc.com.au, and you can just buy your tickets on there for the raffle. And mate, the Skoda is just one of many, it's the best, but there's oh, there's so many things up for grabs overseas trips and uh, racing tours and the whatnot. So get on, have a look. And yeah, for a $20 ticket, you're every chance. And uh, again, goes to a good cause.
1: A night out with you? Are you uh, auctioning off yourself or
0: anything? surprisingly not worth much that, Chris. Oh,
1: you'd be surprised, Kibo You'd be surprised. There's a lot of people yeah, out there who pay him. a lot of money for your company, one way or another. Yeah, I'd,
0: ma- I'd make them pay for the dinner and drinks too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So all these people on track tomorrow will be a fantastic day. Can you find them some winners?
0: I think so. Um, look, this track's taken a long time, I'll admit, for me to sort of work it out, but it really is just a horses for courses. You've just got to stick with the horses that have run well there. Um, in the first, Crimson Reward, only had the one start, but run good here. Um, made the Black Book last start off that run. I think it can win. I think race one, number four, will be sort of one of the best bets of the day. Pretty pretty ordinary race. I think this thing's due for a win off three straight second placings.
1: Okay, moving on. And the other
0: one is just a track specialist. I, I could never catch the horse. It just turns up at the poly and runs well. Race seven, number two, King Kryptos.
1: Oh, yeah. Um,
0: Looks like an awkward gate, but with tactical speed that it's got, I think they just... I think you just put the hammer down, uh, try to lead or, or get somewhere right on the speed and be very hard to catch, I think, on a, on a track that it loves. So King Kryptos, very hard to beat.
1: And anything at Eagle Farm takes your fancy? Mate, I've got one in Sydney. I just okay. had a quick yep. little
0: look in Sydney earlier. I'm just really interested in this first race. There's a couple of nice horses coming through. Eustace my favourite, looks you know, hard to beat and has had support. But, gee, this Shaken, the mm. uh, like Dolphin All-Strike's one, number six. Oh, oh, I love the replay of it. it. It just looks like it could be anything to me. So, lots of times you can go through stats and times and do what not. I just like following my... And although the favourite looked very good winning as well, I really like what I've seen in Shaken. So, I know you're getting over $4. I think that's a, a play in the first...
1: Agree. So we go Gold Coast, Polly, race one, number four, Crimson Reward, and race seven, number two, King Kryptos, and we're venturing to Sydney for the first race, race one, number six, Shaken. Uh, Gibbo, have a great day out there tomorrow. I hope it's a big success for the club. I'm sure it will be, and uh, I know, as I said, you'll be front and center enjoying yourself, and hopefully you pull up okay Sunday morning.
0: Thank you, mate. Yes, I'll be in the glasshouse for the stallion soiree. Just a few tickets left there if people are interested, so get on the website or buy a raffle ticket.
1: Named after yourself?
0: Yeah, I've, Mrs. Reckons I'm due for a gelding operation. <laughs> We're
1: not going there. Thanks, Gibbo. All the best. <laughs> See you. See you, Dan. Gibson joining us there from brizzyracers.com.au. Before I get to the tips, how long have the, I got left, the buddy? The fruit bat. Oh, no, I'm not talking about the fruit <laughs> bat. Three minutes. That was an off-air discussion, that one. Maybe. Maybe next week. No, no, no. We don't want to do it all. Just quickly, on the premierships, we know Jimmy Orman's uh, in front in the national premiership. He's a couple in front. He's got plenty of rides, so hopefully he can get the job done. Sunny Coast, Stuart Kendrick will win his 10th straight premiership as a trainer, and Jimmy Orman will win his third straight as a jockey. Ipswich, uh, Jimmy Orman will win uh, there again. There's another one for him. And trainer-wise, So I get to that page, Tony Golland, 24 wins at Ipswich. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Orman with 40. So they've got uh, Ipswich sewn up. At Toowoomba, Mark Curry's got 59 winners. He's well clear of the opposition training-wise. And Jake Malloy, he'll win the uh, Jockeys Premiership 37. He's more than double uh, his next rival, which is uh, Alicia Donald. And the Gold Coast, we mentioned Bailey Wheeler and Noel Callow. And trainer-wise at the Gold Coast, Toby and Trent Edmonds are 29. They'll be winning that. So uh, some good numbers there right around the country, and we'll obviously recap those next week on the show. Your best
2: bet, Sam. Uh, okay. Uh, I've got a couple t- today. Uh, I like, uh, RNT race five, uh, race eight, number five, RNT at Eagle farm, uh, Moonee Valley in the Travis Harrison cup race seven, number five, Jimmy the bear. I'm all about Jimmy the bear and race eight, number 12, Lavois at the Valley. Uh, Willow on board. I'm sure he would, uh, love to get a winner on Travis Harrison <laughs> cup day. Willow being his cousin, but, uh, yeah, it's fantastic that Mooney Valley uh, continued to go with this uh, race day. It's yeah. always a ripper.
1: When's Mooney Valley getting remodeled?
2: Uh, I don't know. Isn't isn't that just a why? <laughs> just don't go there. I'll just ask the question: Why? All right, and, and and it'll be a mess.
1: Race four, number four at Eagle Farm for me, Kanazawa. Race six, number four is a moral freedom rally, but you're taking short odds. And race nine, number two, Kinlock. Couple in Sydney for me, Randwick. Race three, number four, Saliray. And race four, number two, Decadent Tail. Our South Australian tips this week. Get on Twitter at south underscore tips. Morfordville, race five, number seven, Dragonface. Race six, number five, Silent Sorrente Race eight, number 14, 16, Reasons. And race nine, number 13, The Big soso. All each way, recommended by our South Australian correspondent. Have I got a minute left? Sammy? Yeah some news this week about a, a race series in Victoria with jockeys without whips where are we going
2: <sighs> what where are we going what on earth and and, and what about it that their, their turnover is down so they put another race on and and then they want to start running uh, let's let's go with no whip for a couple of weeks see how many people want to punt on that absolute madness yeah. the whip it's a padded whip it's a padded whip it's just you know what it's all gone mad and who's running the show dead set why would this even why would this even look like getting over the line you know what having said that it probably will just
1: stupid thanks very much for joining us this week on the punters mate please do so again next friday afternoon on sen track if you're having a bet over the weekend please do so responsibly you win some you lose more for free and confidential support visit gamblinghelponline.org.au Thanks very much and good punning to everyone right across the weekend.